Mind Your Business with Jamila Lodge and Shelly Thunder, brought to you by BEDC. Bermuda Business starts here. It sure does. Each and every Thursday we start it right here. Jamila is in the studio. I am. Good uh, afternoon, everybody. She's a vision in purple today, folks. <laughs> she's wearing the royal color. Yeah, She's wearing the royal color. <laughs> and uh, we're welcoming to the program on the phone with us today, uh, Sheridan Smith, as I mentioned earlier. Um, been in the IT business for quite a while. Welcome to the program, Sheridan. Great for you to uh, spend some time with us. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, everyone. And so, Sheridan, we want to talk to you about cybersecurity. Um, As the listeners know, we have been working with the Economic Development Department, known as EDD, on a series of webinars dedicated to cybersecurity and all things in that vein. And so today, we're going to talk to you a little bit about it because we're going to have an upcoming webinar, which you will be facilitating. So before we get into the good stuff, why don't you just tell us a little bit about yourself and your experience as a 40-year IT veteran? Like, what does that look like? Yeah, what does that look like? (laughs) Well, I can tell you, to start with, um, the term cyber didn't exist. (laughs) Uh, Information technology. (laughs) The vocabulary (laughs) has changed. Has changed ever so slightly. (laughs) Yeah, it was uh, data processing. Yeah, and there you go. Before, before leaving high school, I wanted to be a data processing manager. There you go. Uh, at, at, at 12 years old, um, uh, Atari and the first PCs were, were being, um, I think, uh, you know, was, was being discussed in, in uh, Popular Magazine. Yeah. So I used to read that. Popular Mechanics right. was the one to yeah, read. Popular yep. Mechanics. That's mm-hmm. Popular Mechanics. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so I, I, have seen, I have seen cybersecurity evolve. Mm-hmm. I think um, cyber back then was like um, space travel and the, the Cybertrons. Yeah. And that was cyber. <laughs> that was back there, you exactly, know. But exactly. uh, <laughs> Listen, you guys are really dating yourself. We are. We are. Yeah, we are. <laughs> yeah the, the Klingons yeah. or whoever they were. Yeah, they were cyber or somebody. But um, no data processing. So you became a DOS master at a young age, I guess, huh? Absolutely. There absolutely. you go. Now <laughs> you might have to. De- I was going to say you might have to decode that, Sheridan. For some people, what in the world is DOS? <laughs> now I remember. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I remember, but the list. Some of the listeners may not. Yeah, that's the operating system that existed before Microsoft Windows. Uh, it was written by Bill Gates, um, uh, and uh, it became um, redundant when Microsoft Windows came along. And I hated that moment because I was a dust baby. Uh, I loved the dust prompt. Keyboard master. Control. That's had what you more, had to had become. More. Yeah, keyboard yes, master. Had more, you had more control over the equipment at that time. You know, mm. when plug and play, plug and play came along. It was, uh, uh, you know, it was something bit, I didn't like. Bit of a free for all. In any case, yeah, I like to say that cybersecurity really is a subset of information security. Mm-hmm. So, so when cyber when uh, information security evolved, it was basically a physical security. You know making sure that you can protect, protect the equipment and the systems being used for any of the uh, uh, processes that you're currently using. So uh, cybersecurity was basically a locked door. Uh, I remember when I began, it was, uh, you know, we had a, a locked door on the uh, data center. Mm-hmm. But other than that, uh, there was no uh, it was username, but there was no username and password. All that kind of stuff was pretty just log in and 
there you go. Just make sure the door's locked. <laughs> Everything was safe if the door was locked. Yeah. God forbid a natural disaster or a fire or something. But I was just going to say the door was locked. Yeah, yeah, securing yeah. the equipment against a, a, a weather phenomenon was, yeah. was yes, cybersecurity. Yes. Exactly. So and communications and communications at that time. Um, when I was working for Exxon Corporation here in Bermuda, they hired me as a data processing manager tra- trainee. Um, and we had communications with the large data center in Clone Park, New Jersey. And we had uh, back then what's called frame relay. So it was more like a circuit to circuit, point to point communications. Internet did not exist. Right. <laughs> Things so were not in the were, cloud. Yeah, they were not. So, <laughs> so you gain your security and, and changed, mm-hmm. evolved. Like I remember as a child, my grandmother's house was unlocked. Right. As I became as I became an adult, as a teenager, uh, she'd start to lock the door, but she'd leave the key under the mat. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and then you know, eventually, some people end up with bar, bar, bars and locks. Bars. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. So, it, um, security has evolved the same way. So when internet was uh, came about, World Wide Web. Well, that's when the whole chaotic cyber warfare cyber. remember y2k remember that oh, when everything God, was supposed to break down of course i do everybody thought the whole world was going to come to an end <laughs> yes that was a big part of that and, and that was a simple numerical um you know yeah. default thing that they were worried about <laughs> yeah at that time I was, I was running my own business and i was uh, uh helping people with their to to secure their pcs i saw the product that was supposedly to secure your PC because the date and time was supposed to go goggle wogger. Yes, right. Uh, yes, so uh, I saw. Yes, yeah, so I remember being a big part of that. Absolutely. So, f- from in your experience, right now we know technology changes so rapidly. Like just yes. when you think you figured it out, then something else new comes. So, as a forty-year IT veteran, what does what has that meant for you? Because, like you said, when they changed from DOS to Microsoft Word, that was a whole nother level of education or educating yourself so yeah. how how has that been for you because it's still changing right oh absolutely but from day one i've been highly uh, self-motivated and uh ran my own business for 13 years always i orchestrated my whole career from the day i left high school to be a data processing manager to be a top executive that call at that time it wasn't called cio mm-hmm. or you know so that but that's who i wanted to be and so i did everything except manufacturing Okay. So I've seen I've seen the cell my first cell phone when I had my own business was a big block. But no, actually the first one was uh was carry over my shoulder, a uh, little I had like a battery it. pack and a and yes, a handset. Right. <laughs> right. And the next one was and the next one was a big block and then so now when I look at where I am now, uh, I say, Wow, I really have you seen You did it. it. You yeah. manifested yeah. that, right? That's yeah. what they say. I've seen it evolve, yeah. I remember when the first iPad was introduced, uh I said as soon as I bought my first iPad uh, I walked out of the store. I said, "This is going to be an excellent tool for the boardroom," uh, and and then sure, sure enough, it did. So uh, I was trying to do faxing before faxing existing. Right. So yes, I had definitely seen it evolve and seen the need for cybersecurity evolve. And that's what I was going to say. So so has as technology has evolved to help us and to make things yes. easier. Um, so no longer do we have to use the key to lock the the, the data processors in, in a the room. door. Yeah. <laughs> but when you talk about cybersecurity, usually we think online, you know, businesses, any information that's stored online. And that's your correct. webinar is going to be talking about the importance of securing your uh, cybersecurity for offline. So can you talk a little bit about the difference and why it's important? Well, I'm going to be talking about information security. And cybersecurity is going to be a big part of that. Uh, it's a subset of information security. 
So it's important to say, okay, let's, so let's, let's go back to a bad example. I learned when I first started my business uh, back in the 80s um, uh, was that I was developing some software for a client. Mm-hmm. Uh, back then, there was no internet. Um, so the only security had to make sure that uh, in my office, the doors were locked and uh, no one can get to that computer. Right. So, so, uh, so um, I uh, was developing this application. I was six or seven months into it. And I thought I was deleting a file, and I deleted the entire work that I had done. No. Month. <gasps> yes, I did. And there I was no like autosave. <laughs> I cried like a baby, but that was the first lesson in, 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 in security for me. Oh security, is, security is made up of, they call it the triad. Right. Confidentiality, confidentiality, integrity, and availability. There you go. So, okay. so, available, so confidentiality. I made sure the door was locked so no one That's CIA, right? it's called the cia triad it's called the cia triad well done well done your first you pass your first test in cyber security there you Uh, go (laughs) yeah so confidentiality is make sure the door was locked uh integrity was make sure no one goes into my computer and messes with that uh program while i'm developing it but availability i i failed in the first lesson in owning your computer make sure you don't erase it (laughs) no back up back up up. yeah Back up, back up, back up, back up, back up. I did not have a backup. Mm-hmm. And that's was, that's hugely important, especially yes, back in the days absolutely. when things it were still... Old. Yeah, yeah. The backup I had was old. I hadn't done it for a long time, so mm-hmm. it was old. So, so yes, first lesson. Oh, so, wow. so security is more than just um, 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 the uh, confident, you know, the um, cyber aspect. Yeah. Uh, of course, cyber is, is a major part. Now, once you're connected to the Internet... Um, then the whole you open up your whole world, the whole world to a whole new set of threats. Right, the threat landscape. When you when you only connected, you have no connection to the internet. Your threat landscape is different, right? Um, but the minute you the minute you connect to the internet, your threat landscape changes. Right. You can connect a computer to the internet, and within a few, a few minutes, it can be it can be loaded with viruses. Right. It can be used for crypto mining, crypto, um, crypto mining, and so forth. What's crypto uh, mining, Sharon? Well, well, that's when that's when they, you know, they use the resources of millions of computers, thousands and millions of computers around the world to do um, to do crypto uh, um, to, to to do the crypto what they call crypto crypto mining. They use they need a lot of resources. Right. So, so they will infect. They will. They will say. Well, they will infect your computer. And hog your resources, so you could be sitting at your computer, and all of a sudden it's extremely slow. Right. That's because, that's because someone else is using it. Oh, is that what it always means? Because that happens. I no, always. Not always. Okay. No, always. One of the other things that could be a symptom of is that you have been attacked by some sort of malware. Right. Now, malware comes in many forms. You've got um, uh, viruses and trojans and worms and so forth. But those things, uh, those that's a sign. Uh, of malware when your machine starts to run, run very slow, yes. Okay. So, so yeah. I mean, in terms of being for business owners, right? Because those are our primary yeah. stakeholders. And yeah. what we're trying to do with this series of webinars is equip them to prepare themselves or put things in place to protect their data, right? To protect all of those assets that you referenced and to keep malware off their systems or to keep them from being, what you say, crypto mind or whatever, mm-hmm. <laughs> whatever yes, yes, that yes, yes, is. Yes. So, what are some of the things that they should be cognizant of or they should be aware of to ensure that they are doing their due diligence to make sure that they are protected? Their data is okay. protected, I should say. 
All right. I think first and foremost is some things that many people overlook is, first of all, there should be some drivers. Something to drive the entrepreneur, the CEO, um, to, to see cybersecurity and to approach it as being a critical business function. Okay. If, if you do not, if you, if, you want, if you want to be in business to make a profit and you're serious about it, you cannot be um, um, uh, rem, uh, you can't, cannot uh, be uh, non-interested non, uh, in, in security awareness right. uh, and security. So the first thing is internal drivers, things like leadership. Leadership has an understanding and a perception of, of, secure, of cybersecurity. Then there's management structure. How is the company structured? Do you have someone who takes care of security, uh, IT? Who is your IT? Do you have an IT specifically, specific for security, or just an IT manager? Right. And anyhow, someone has to be responsible. So you, you set up your roles and responsibilities. Then you have to set up your communications. How are you going to communicate from top down? But it has to be top down. Top has to be has to be fully committed and supported, supportive of any security uh, management program. Now, Sheridan. Culture, and then there's, uh, of course, and the external drivers, like regulatory drivers, industry practices, and risk and, and threats. So I know that, you know, after 40 years, you're way up top now. Like, you know, you, you, so you have these teams and you have these large teams and, and there's all these people that you need to manage. But my primary stakeholder is, in most cases, a one and two man operation. So yeah. for those entrepreneurs, how are they doing this? They are the driver, right? So they're having yeah. these conversations with themselves. So yeah. what what would you say to them? Like, how should they be moving kind of to make sure that they're doing what they need to do? Okay. So the first thing is to, as I said, is to, um, at, at, at the top level, well, it's, um, when I had my, had my business for 13 years. Yeah, so yeah like when you had your own business. What did you yeah. do? So, so the first thing to do is you, you need to, to be, um, to, to identify your, your information assets. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Identify, identify your assets. What is it that I want to protect? And from there, I need to determine what are the threats to those, to those assets. Okay. okay. So for me, back in the day, it was my computers in my office. I had up to one point, I had three, three people working for me and had three separate offices and everybody had a computer, and a phone, et cetera. Mm-hmm. So I had to protect those assets and the data on those assets because for my clients. So, um, so my concerns were physical security, um, you know, alarms on the door, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. Right? So you have to determine, define your assets, identify your assets, uh, um, determine um, the risk to those assets, and then from there determine a treatment plan. Okay, how am I going to fix this problem? Okay, for me, like I said, I got uh, an extra lock on the door. I moved into actually I moved into a building that had security at the bottom at one point. Okay. Um, yeah. So that that was, that was the way I addressed that threat. That's the way I mitigated that threat. So you do the same thing with all your threats. Um, so uh, I, I learned to do regular backups on a regular basis. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, and, that was a, I learned the hard, a hard lesson. lesson to learn. But <laughs> that's right. And I thought, and I thought that to my clients, I learned to be aware of certain security concerns, like people looking over your shoulder. Mm-hmm. I learned to be aware of people looking over, um, leaving papers on my desk. Uh, I learned to be aware of the need for um, non-disclosure agreements, those sort of things. So mm-hmm. I learned to understand policy. Okay. So then I learned, okay, so now, even though I'm a small operation, i got to develop some policies. Even i got two or three people, 
you know, I got to develop some policies. And so when the Internet did come along, I had to say, okay, well, the policy is, guys, you know, you can't, you know, you can't use this computer for, for things that are, you know. Not work-related, right? Non-business-related, yeah. 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 No yeah. shopping. I'm not, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to be doing a lunch hour, but I'm saying certain places you should not go to on, on this equipment, this right. company equipment. So that was the beginning of, that's the beginning. It's mm-hmm. just to, at the highest level, you need to identify your, your information assets and then determine how you're going to protect them. And beginning, you begin to protect them first with policy. Right. Mm-hmm. That's where it begins. From policy, you then develop your procedures and your standards. And they may be simple. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be elaborate. You know, small companies, two or three people, they don't have to be elaborate. Mm-hmm. But they have to be, they have to be, uh, has to be something that's done and documented were necessary. Mm-hmm. So uh, let- you need a business, a business continuity plan. What if there's a fire here, guys? In yeah. My office? Yep. Mm-hmm. So what I did, I took backups home. So I like I took my um, backup hard drives of all your info. Mm-hmm. At that time, with tapes, I took a, took that home uh, at the end of the night. Mm-hmm. So and then had a hot a, a disk drive and a, a computer at home. Should things um, happen, and then I got insurance and all that kind of stuff. So yeah. So that's the way you mitigate. So you identify your your risk. You do a risk assessment. You create your treatment plan. And then you implement your treatment plan, mm-hmm. and then you just continue to monitoring it. You mm-hmm. monitor your plan, and there's there there, there are lots of ways how, how to get help. So I would recommend to small businesses a, a really good book um, uh, designed as a reference for for small and to medium sized businesses in setting up in the essentials of essentials of cybersecurity. You wrote it, Sheridan, or you? No, no, I did not. Oh, okay. but, uh, it recommending it. That's good. Recommend. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. It's, it's, a, it's a gentleman about the same age as me, and we kind of think alike. And <laughs> <laughs> so you might as well have you see yourself it, so. in this. But what <laughs> what about things like are there are there products available? You know, for protection from you know the bugs and the worms and the malware you talked about as well. What about things like that, Sheridan? Absolutely. Uh-huh. Um, well, there are there are a number there are, there are a number of things uh, products out there for to protect you from malware. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, um, so those are things like uh, you have companies like Norton. Norton is a big name. Yeah, mm-hmm. you see the advertising for that. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. McAfee. McAfee, McAfee is is a uh, yeah. Yeah, AVG. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are, and these guys have expanded. When they first when Norton first came out, it was just. You know, it was much simpler than it is now. Yeah. So now they offer you all kinds of services. They offer you services of being private on the internet. Sure. So now they they Protect hide your privacy. IP address. Exactly. Yeah. You okay. And uh, all kinds of other other things like so that. Things so things like things like that with our small businesses, like Jamila was talking about, the that's the least you should have is is some product. To, to protect privacy, of course, if you're dealing with client-sensitive information, as you were talking about as well. that's These are things that are available, and, and it's not going to you know cost you your company's profit margins to make yeah. an investment in this. It's actually, in the long run, going to pay for itself and, and, and make sure you don't have losses one, one, unnecessarily. One, one key thing I must mention is, um, is, is, is this. I'm actually about to ask you this question. Um, the, the Great Walls of China mm-hmm. they take, took decades to build. Uh-huh. And lots and lots of labor. Um, you know, you can't go under them, you can't go over them. What is the greatest weakness of the Great Wall of China? Hmm. The material it was built out of? No, I'll give you another guess. One more guess. Okay. Um, 
the people guarding it. <laughs> ah, there you go. There you go. The guys in the watchtower. There you go. You're two for two. You're two for two in cybersecurity. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> We're doing so, it over so, here, Jelly. We're doing it. So, We're doing it. <laughs> so, so, so the technology. So sure. I, I, as a manager, I, as a manager, I can have all these great plans. But if I don't share my great plans with my even small team, two or three people, sure. if I don't make them cybersecurity aware and conscious as I am, sure. then they can be, they can let the guys in through the gate. Yeah, your weakest so, link. So yep. the human, your weakest link in all companies, from, from three people to 3,000, 300,000 people, is the human beings. Sure. So let so me you ask have you to, this. You have, to create a, you have to create a cybersecurity aware culture. I, yeah. I, I, I stress this. I stress this to the end, to my last breath. You, so, have to, you have to get people to be conscious of what they're doing, clicking, so don't click. And because the consequences if they do something have, wrong. Right. Like, like the Great Walls of China took many, many years and lots and lots of labor. I can spend hundreds of thousands, millions of dollars in cybersecurity, but it all it takes is one click. Right. One click. And one click of one, of one of my users, even if it's two or three. And you're um, compromised. That in, mm-hmm. To let a phishing, to answer a phishing email, and to let the bad guys in. And And that's what I want to ask you about, because a lot of what you said, like auditing, making sure you have assessed what your assets are and what the risks are so that you're able to mitigate those risks. But in an instance where you like what you said were like foreign words to me, like I can't understand those words and I need to hire someone. So a lot of times we encourage our smaller entrepreneurs or small businesses to hire third-party vendors to provide them with these the support services that they need but when you do that you also increase the the risk right because now this third party you have to be certain that they are doing all of the things that they need to do to ensure the safety so do you have any words of advice in terms of how you identify the right vendor to support you and the things that you should be looking for the questions you should be asking them to ensure that they are the right ones to make sure that you're um your stuff is secure. Yeah, yeah. In terms of, um, which we were talking in terms of security awareness tra- in their training and right. training. Yes, there are, there are a number of platforms out there. Over the years, I've tried dozens, and I've seen them develop, and they're still be still developing. But so we're talking two different things here. So the first thing in terms of, if you're going to hire someone to be for your data security, yes. yeah, you need to you need to have them vetted. They should mm. be vetted by the police, uh, etc. Uh, and they should be, and they should sign a, a, a non-disclosure agreement, yeah. um, and, and be liable to the, responsible to be of that agreement. Is that uh, industry then, regulated? But, but in terms of in terms of security awareness training, you know, um, I would just it's, for the small businesses, it's simple just to go on. There's a company called No B Four, N O W, B E, and then the digit four dot com. Okay. It was it was founded by um, Kevin Bicknick, who's a well-known. Um, former uh, cyber criminal who has now converted. <laughs> He's seen the light. Now, He's converted. They're the, they're the best yeah, ones. Converted. He first helped, <laughs> he first helped the FBI. Now he has his own business and teaching cybersecurity awareness. And wow. um, so that's so interesting get, to me. You can get subscriptions. You can get subscriptions for small companies. I don't uh, trust Kevin. Teach you, <laughs> teach, you, teach you how to teach you how to spot a phishing email. Teach, how many? How many? If I said to give you an uh, to give me a number in terms of. Uh, uh, if I sent an email to you, yeah, there are, if I told you there were some number of flags in, in that email, I can tell you many, one. Give me, give me, give me a, give me a number that you think there are, there are the number of flags you think are in the email. In that one phishing email, probably at least, be, at least at least seven. 
things that no, you that's could... A good, that's a good start. Yeah, seven's a good start. Seven, seven, seven's a magic number when it comes to this. But the total? How many? <laughs> it's like 22. Really? Yes, from the to, from the from, from the word, words inside the email. Yeah. From the... Uh, Grammar and spelling from issues. The link, yeah. From the attachments, from the attachments. Uh, it's just, and each, and each one of those for the two can have so many flags. Right. Uh-huh. Uh, the, the body can have a flag. One of the flags in the body is always an urgency. Oh, I'm on. Um, right yeah, now. You, you have yeah, one yeah, hour. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if not, everybody's going to die. You're <laughs> like, <laughs> what? I told them on the news last night, the, uh, there is a scam going on. And so this is, this is another part of security that I like to teach is the telephone scam. Telephone mm-hmm. scams. So, absolutely. It's all, so it's all for information security. So uh-huh. the scam was that, um, Someone called you, and I don't know if you've seen this one as well. Someone said, oh, I'm from Microsoft. Yes. And, uh, we noticed you got a bug on your computer, and let us, can we log in? So we da, 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 da. And sure enough, you know, you're unsuspecting, and you let them log in. And before you and know they it, steal your money. They got your, yes. They got your account. They, got your, they put a key logger on your machine. So every time you now um, type in your password and whatnot, they get, it gets sent back to them, and they get a copy of all this. So all sorts of things happen over the phone. You'd be surprised. I've been to, over the years, I've been to many demonstrations and heard many key, keynote speakers. Sure. And, and I've, seen, I've seen a keynote speaker within, within five minutes call, uh, call up Hilton, get, get all my uh, um, uh, um, uh, points transferred. Uh-huh. Oh, your, your, your reward your points. Your reward points. They steal yes. stuff like that. Yes, yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. Yes, yes. And they had my, they had identity. It wasn't me. I shouldn't say it was me. I'm just, it wasn't me. There was, there was someone else within the audience. But sure. They, they, yeah. They, uh, yeah. They actually, because I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be, uh, I wouldn't volunteer. Yeah. <laughs> you know I'm better than that. Can, I'm not a good candidate because I'm not on social media, but you'd be surprised what we put on social media. So There's another, you know, another I, risk I can, right there. So look, Sheridan, you're talking about you're not on social media, and that's like the way of the world now, especially for oh, business. Man. So what yeah, what do okay, you if say? I'm on, if, I'm on, if I'm on social media, yes, I am on social media, but I'm not like, when I say I'm not on social media, I am very cognizant of the information that I put on social media. He okay. doesn't post a lot. Because, he looks. Because during, <laughs> during, during a cyber, a cyber attack consists of four, four stages. The first stage is known as reconnaissance. So in the reconnaissance stage, right, mm-hmm. they can get just from free tools you can get over the Internet. You can, get, um, you can get domain names. You can get company information, network diagrams, um, social media activity. Um, so if they want to know about Sheridan, so they, can find, they can go to uh, Facebook and see the, the name of my pet. And they say, okay. And they see my birth date. Mm-hmm. And they see what school I went Sure, and and then I'm posting things on there that give some six signals. You know what his past his pet might be? His yes, pet's his, his pet's name, name the year he graduated. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. So, so that all kind of information is used in in, in, in the in the reconnaissance reconnaissance stage, mm-hmm. right? And then there's the enumeration, and then the enumeration stage they do they do a bit more targeting. So they do some scanning and say, okay, who's who's vulnerable. And they say, well, this guy's up. I'm going to step past, step past that company. Uh-huh. Um, so that's why all companies are, are, are vulnerable because there are two types of attacks, scanned and targeted. Then you have a scanned attack. And so during the enumeration stage, they do more specific targeting. They try to find out a bit more information. They may make some phone calls and say, hi, this is, or may drop you an, e- an email or something like those along those lines. And then it's the, uh, so that's, the, that's the, sort of like the phishing stage. Yeah. And then there's exploitation. The exploitation, so once the assets and the vulnerabilities are, are, are enumerated, then the attacker can design and execute their attack. Right. 
and figure out how they're going to get in. So this, you're, he's giving it all away. He's, he, weaponization. 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 There you go. Sheridan. So this is what you're going to be talking about at the webinar, right? So like, we're almost at 430 and I'm like in there. I'm like, and then what? And then what? And then what they're going to do? So, so for those people who are listening and, and are hearing what Sheridan is saying, it is apparent that this is, these are things that you need to know. These are tools and resources that will be helpful for you to understand because this is how your information gets breached. Um, And to my understanding, you as the business owner or as a stakeholder have to do your due diligence to ensure that your customer's data is protected, that your data is protected. And when we have this webinar, which is taking place next week, Wednesday at 1230, um, and Sheridan's going to fill us in all on the weaponization and all of these things. Um, so I'm encouraging you to, if you haven't registered already, go on to our website at bedc.bm and you can register to attend the webinar. We do record them. And so if you, for some reason, are unable to attend, then we will make sure that you get a copy of the recording. But listen, Sheridan, you, them 40 years have been put to good use because <laughs> you were telling us, all the things. Um, I've always, I've always said from day one, if you love what you do, you never work a day in your life. And it's very true. I, and I'm, I'm passionate about this stuff, and I've been from 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 I was 12 years old, so and I'm now 60, so uh, still passionate about it. And, and you have all. And I'm, and I'm looking to start. I'm looking to start. I'm looking to start. Um, uh, um, something to help senior citizens to um, in terms of security. Okay. Some little webinars and stuff in terms of uh, um, setting up your passwords. Key number one, key thing: a good password. How do you set up a good password? Um, how do you um, how do you protect um, your, your your how do you identify phishing? So yeah, I want to be doing that. That's something I'm working working towards in and opening um, starting uh, um, that sort of uh, service to to. to so another to, business. To so world. you need to be coming yeah. and seeing me. I'm I'll, going to make people. I'm going to make you a black belt. I'm going to. It's going to be like I'm going to make you. I'm going to take you from white belt to black belt in cybersecurity. I love it. I love it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think it's going to be a fun. It's going to be fun. We're going to have entertainment. We're going to have uh, quizzes, and it'll be fun once you join this organization that I'm establishing. Okay. Well, thank you. I hope you get a chance once you do establish it to come back on and tell us about it, so we can figure out where to find you, how to sign up, yeah. and all that good stuff. Yeah. Uh-huh. Absolutely, absolutely. But I look forward to uh, giving the presentation next week, and I and definitely encourage uh, small businesses. You know, anywhere again, it does to me. But I've called small businesses anywhere, anywhere from three to three hundred. It's uh, true. It's know. true because yeah. the same principles apply, right? You got same to protect apply, yourself. Yeah. Gotta protect yourself. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Sheridan, for joining us for this this half an hour. We appreciate it. And of course, we look forward to next week, Wednesday at 1230, where you can fill us in on all the things that we didn't get to discuss today. So they go to the website, they click on the tab. And they register and And it's free. And it's free. This Uh is information you want to have because it's free because otherwise you would have to pay somebody, right? To do the audits and tell you what you need to do. So thank Mm -hmm. you again, Sheridan. And we'll see you next week, Wednesday. Stay safe, uh, Sheridan. Thank you very much. Thank you. You as well. Stay safe. All righty. Wow. 
I, I'm telling you, what listen. a storyteller. Yeah, he I could is. sit and listen I to him. I was like, for oh, sure. and just, then what happened? And then what happened? Yeah, and, and I could see young people just sitting with their mouths agape, him, him talking about, you know, the old days and how much work was involved with data processing when he started. That's just amazing. It is amazing. And I yeah. think the breadth of his experience helps, right? Sure because he can talk about way before the internet sure. and what was required and then apply that and kind of use it as an analogy to sure. what's required now. Yeah. Um. So I think I'm I'm looking forward to it. Actually, I'm sure it's mm-hmm. going to be very informative and entertaining. Mm-hmm. Um. So like I said, go on to bedc.bm, register. Mm-hmm. Um. And and it starts at twelve thirty. It is free. Mm-hmm. And so once you're registered, even if you can't attend, then at least that lets us know that you want to receive that information. And sure. so we'll follow up with all registrations mm-hmm. with a video recording of the event. Yeah. And if you really want to mind your business, this is one you want to check out, folks. That's, that's right. For sure. That's so, right. So that's us for today, Jamila. That's it. We'll do it the same, same time, same place next week, folks. Hope you can join us. Mind your business right here. Because if you don't, who will? Thank you for listening to Mind Your Business with BEDC. Bermuda Business starts here. Ocean 89.